0: Welcome forward. Now you're listening to the Millionaire's Roundtable. I am your host, Lynn Richardson, here on KBLA Talk 1580, and we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time, and that means you. The harvest is here and the time is now, but the Bible says if a man does not work, he will not eat. And there's a report uh, that basically is said nobody wants to work. Everybody hates their job. Uh, they always hated their job, but the pandemic made them realize how much they really hated their jobs. Um, of course, here to talk about this today uh, with me, with us, is uh, my sister, our business partner, my business partner, your legend, our icon, MC Light. MC Light, welcome to the roundtable. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you very much for the invitation. Always glad to be with my sister while we chop it up.
0: Come on now. (laughs) We got a lot of chopping to do around here. Let me tell you, every day it is something. Um, I don't think I remember a time in history that has been as eventful as the past two years. It's like when we get past one thing, something else blows up. You get past the next Mm. thing. You know, you used to wake up every day, and most days were normal days. You went to work. You went out to lunch, you came home, you, you know, you, we did normal things. Of course there were things happening in the world, but woo baby. First of all, the pandemic just kind of, it, it's almost as if the world got flipped upside down. The, they took the sheets off the mattress, flipped it over. And um, here we are. Yes. Here we are. Yes.
1: Uh, yes. Yeah.
0: Here yes. H- here we are. So, so what is this about people don't want to work? And and I, I understand that because you know, I'm on a two day two-day work week.
1: Yeah, why don't you explain to the people how that works?
0: (laughs) Well, uh, you know, I have been working my whole life very, very hard. Like working, 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 working. working, And um, I want to rest. And so I get more work done in, you know, a few hours than most people do all day. So if I duplicate that, if I work a couple of days, then I really don't have any more work for the rest of the week. So why should I? So I Thursday is Friday Eve. I, I don't think we should work on Thursdays. You know, this does not apply to police officers and, um, you know, folks like that. This does not apply to police officers and, uh, Fire, and there's firemen there's and, you know, days. those. Kind, no, it does not apply to folks like that. It applies to all the rest of us. Um, but Thursday is Friday Eve. Friday is Friday. Um, Saturday and Sunday is the weekend, and then Monday you kind of need to recuperate from all the rest you had for the past four days. So Tuesday and Wednesday is it? From the-
1: yeah. Okay, you said first off, you said Friday is Friday.
0: That don't mean nothing. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> so, well, Thursday, Thursday is Friday Eve. So. Who works on Christmas Eve? Nobody works on Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve. So. <laughs>
1: Either, yeah. Regular Thursday Eve.
0: Yeah, but it's Friday Eve, Thursday, so you you got to get ready for Friday on Thursday.
1: Mm-mm. That's- See, this, but people, <laughs> are y'all listening to this? I just want y'all to be clear what we're check, what we're listening to right now. Well, this article goes on to say no one wants to work. widespread employee dissatisfaction in the great resignation. First of all, I didn't even know they coined that as a phrase, the great resignation. The pandemic um, has alerted new swaths of people to their distaste for their jobs. Everyone has a job and nobody's happy, is what Kevin T. Duggan wrote and even though the numbers of jobs may be outstanding, the quality of those jobs have been eroding. Unemployment for all, not just for the rich, is what uh, grew from a, a couple hundred thousand subscribers at the beginning of 2021 um, for a blog that he had creating created. Hating work is having a moment. And um, OK, so here it is. Americans don't want to work anymore. These are the three distinct narratives uh, that emerged. Um, One, Americans don't want to work anymore. Two, most Americans hate their job, and the pandemic made them really hate their job. And three, the great resignation is a reflection of the job hatred. Now, before we go into all of these have been, I guess, proven as a myth in this article, I do want to say that over the past, You know six seven months you go into some places it's harder or longer to get attention from those who work in the establishment it's like people are missing it's a little bit of a ghost town for the people that work there Um, and when you're trying to get help down an aisle of some sort it, it has become an arduous task because there's not enough workers there you also uh, will face, as a matter of fact, I went to one of the leading uh, home goods, not home goods, but a home—a store that sells home goods, and there were only two people working. One was in the return section, and one was in at the cashier section, and there was the longest line. So I'm asking, is there someone else that can help this woman? No, they don't have anyone. So although you know, uh, the great resignation is not something that I was familiar with as a term, but I, I understand it as it relates to being out in the world and, and trying to get folks to help. What do you, what do you think about all of this?
0: Well, there's a couple of things. One, I want, uh, to be clear that work is a distinct type of energy. Work Um, is associated with labor and work is almost associated with something that is in either involuntary or it's something that you absolutely have to do. I serve every day. I serve every day. So even on days when I don't work, I still may have to do an interview. I still may have to help a student. I still may Uh, have to talk to someone, uh, counsel them, um, advise them, calm them, help them heal. And for me, that is serving. That is not work. So if you do what you love with excellence, the money will follow. And what I want us to talk about is the Bible doesn't even tell us to work to feed ourselves. It tells us to work so we can give. And and so that's a whole flipping of a mentality, that's a whole flipping of a paradigm. And we're gonna talk about it because the harvest is here and the time is now. KBLA Talk 1580, we've got a lot to talk about. Welcome forward now, this is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580, and this is Lynn Richardson and we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time, and that means you. The harvest is here. The time is now. uh, And the Bible says that if a man does not work, he will not eat. And it looks like with the great resignation. I don't know. Maybe people are growing their own food. I don't know what is happening. Um, But the word on the street, the word in the uh, reports that they have out there is that people hate their jobs, don't want to work. MC Light. uh, I said uh, that if you do what you love with excellence, then the money will follow. And. You know you you are an example of that i mean you were blessed uh to have a mother to introduce you to many different uh areas of entertainment at a very young age and you uh you know started to write rhymes um after you know i guess one of your classmates um was writing them and then you said you wanted to write your own and you got an opportunity to audition and you had your whole rhyme book I mean, that was an example of doing what you love and then watching, you know, letting the money follow. Tell, tell us about that. Oh,
1: boy. Um, you know what, though? I, I'm going to just back it up just a little bit. Yeah. I, I Yeah, I actually, uh, my first job was helping um, my a neighbor clean up the mess that they had made like with all a bunch of newspapers and everything and i was like okay so i can earn a little bit of money by helping someone get their life in order but the job that really stands out for me was my first job where i would show up on time and you know leave at a certain time was on an ice cream truck and i realized that making my own money was a necessity And then from there, I went to work at Chi-Chi's Mexican restaurant, I was a hostess, then I went on to be a bus girl, and then I was a waitress. And all of it gave me um, a feeling of satisfactory having made my own money. Now of course, you know, you, you enter into adulthood, you really have no choice. So the fact that there are so, there are so many people who are not working now. You said, what are they doing growing their own food? Yeah, what are they doing to survive? I do, I will say this though, I have an amazing amount of people that I know who are really skilled at a specific job who have made this year after the pandemic, the year to switch careers. Yeah, Mm mm-hmm. They are just walking away from what they built forever. They're walking away from it And most of it, I can tell you, they are makeup artists, they are hairstylists, they are wardrobe stylists who sing. All of these people, they sing, they have all of these talents to be in front of the camera, but for one reason or another, throughout their lifetime, they were blessed to be able to do things amazingly well behind the scenes. But yeah, everybody's making a switch. And I can tell you, I haven't made a switch to leave things behind, but I've you know honestly added things to what it is that i'd like to do so i've added more positions in terms of directing and acting and voiceover and all of those things but yeah it started from a seed of my mom taking me to exhibits and she had me in acting i mean excuse me she had me in voice class and dance class and art class and i would see theater and you know she would take me to all of the theater on Broadway and so I was and of course I, I watched TV so I knew that that was something I wanted to do and I listened to radio and I knew that that was something I wanted to do and so I just consider it a blessing uh, the jobs that I have never really feel like jobs because I love them and you know quite frankly if I didn't have anyone handling my business I probably do Uh, or handling my business and or having to eat and clothe myself and house myself i do
0: much of it for nothing wow so chi chi's mexican restaurant girl (laughs) i love it i love it you know over the years you and i have had these uh conversations back and forth and you'll be like well i know you know i used to work at chi chi's mexican i was like girl That was in uh, 1984. Three. Hey, hey,
1: don't be laughing
0: at me. The whole entire landscape of working has changed. We, you know, even looking for a job is completely different. I remember having a conversation with you to explain what it means to look for a job in this century, and actually, I would say even as late as maybe the mid '90s, looking for a job is a is a whole job. Um, When I used to apply for jobs in the 80s, and I would say the early 90s, you'd open the Sunday classified ads, um, you'd see a job description, you would send in your resume, and I was an excellent writer, and I knew how to communicate, and I knew how to adjust my resume and my cover letter to match what the job description was highlighting and featuring. So I was able to pull from different skill sets and jobs And, you know, for example, if I was applying for a job that I had never ever um, done or had no experience for, then I did not send in a resume outlining my jobs because they would say, well, she didn't do this work before. I sent in a resume outlining my skills that applied to the job. So that was then you could send in a resume, get a call two, three days later. But now in order to apply for a job, you have to register online. That takes about 45 minutes. You have to add all this stuff. You have to like it is a whole job. And when you get through with that one hour and 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 15 or 20 minute process, that's only one job. Now you got to go to another site and apply for another job because every company has their own uh, you know, kind of hiring uh way that they do things. So You know, not only I think people are tired of working, but the whole process of getting to work. And I think the the pandemic really showed us what that was um, in in terms of, oh, we don't I don't have to get in a car to do this job. I don't have to wake up every day, get dressed, get in my car, drive my car, get there, park, uh, put something in the meter or or hand in a ticket, walk in the building, say hello to 22 people I don't want to talk to. Like there was a lot that we were able to gain um, with the onset of the pandemic in terms of productivity, because now I can eliminate that hour and a half and I can pl- apply that 90 minutes or two hours of transportation. I can now apply that To doing what I actually love in this job. I can dig deeper in this job. I can be more creative in this role. I can, you know, uh, 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 be more uh, efficient and effective in this role. Um, But I I have to go back to something that I said earlier, and it it came from Ephesians 4 and 28, which essentially says um, anybody who Uh, has basically been robbing. And and I'm going to deal with the word robbing. Robbing what? Are you robbing yourself of an opportunity? Are you robbing yourself of uh, joy, peace, harmony, love, service? It said must work. It says doing something useful with your own hands that you may have something to share with those in need. It did not say work so you can feed yourself. It did not say work so you can pay your light bill, gas bill, telephone bill, rent, mortgage. It said work so you can give to those in need. So going back to my two-day work week where I work, I work to gain <laughs> the financial. sounds funny. <laughs> it, it sounds funny, but just hold on with me. I work to gain the resources to give, but on my other days, I serve. Guess what, this is something new. The harvest is here and the time is now. The harvest is here and the time is now and we are trying to get around our arms around this whole work situation. The great uh, migration and the great resignation are two different things. The great migration um, was all about um, our people relocating so that they could work, so that they could get work, so they could get work at, at least in an environment that will be conducive uh, to some level, to some degree of mental health uh, without the, the the foot on the neck of Jim Crow, uh, you know, being this constant noose um, in, 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 a, in a way. And, you know, like my grandmother um, lived till she was 98 years old and she worked until she was in her late 70s, almost 80s. She was 75 years old, cleaning homes for wealthy people, putting me through college. And I never remember her. Being indignant about her work. I I, mm-hmm. I I mean I'm sure she, if she had a choice, maybe she would have chosen something different. I'm I'm pretty mm-hmm. certain of that. But I never I do not remember witnessing her relationship with work, with what I am seeing uh, today and and what you're describing to me today. Um, mm-hmm. It it almost seems as if. She felt it was an honor to have something to do, so that she could live, you know, the lifestyle that she wanted to live. And even though the great majority of her life uh, she lived in the projects, you know, she was a classy woman. She had carried nice bags, um, not the big labels that you, you know, see uh, on social media with the stars. But if she went to J.C. Penney, um, she got a nice tote bag. Um, She didn't get the least expensive one. She got one that was more expensive because she figured if I buy uh, this cheap one, I'll have to buy 80 of them. But if I buy this one, I can buy one. Um, I I remember her umbrellas. She bought nice umbrellas. and, And that's probably a strange thing to point out. But she had to take a bus and a train, two buses and two trains. So if it was raining in the Windy City, she couldn't have her umbrella blowing away. So she bought expensive umbrellas that could withstand the wind if she was, get, got, got off the bus and had to walk two blocks to the next house she was going to clean. So um, we took trips. Uh, she was a Jehovah Witness, and so we went on many of the, the conventions and trips. I remember getting on a bus with her when I was seven, and we took a Greyhound bus to Edmonton, Canada. Uh, from Chicago. It took us three days to get there. That's why I can't do, let me tell you, y'all know I like to travel, but I got to get there quick. Uh, I think it scarred me for life. Um, so I remember always having my own money if I needed to go on a field trip. So I, I think, I feel like she worked so she could give. She literally worked so she could provide um, opportunities for me that I otherwise would not have, opportunities for me and my brother. So, you know, when I say this whole work thing, and again, I think some people say, "Well, Lynn, you're lucky. no, I'm not lucky. I had to grind, and I think even you like people may look at you and say, "Well, you're lucky, you became a rapper, and so everything just took off from you for you, and you're blessed you don't have you didn't have to work at Chi Chi's Mexican restaurant for ten years um you know with new levels come new devils as they say, but I say with New elevation comes new blessings, and the Bible says to whom much is given much is required so i I would say to folks, don't discount uh the 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 toil that had to go into someone achieving what you believe might be an easier life and or a simpler life because I don't know about you like, but I'm in this space where i'm going to work two days, I can serve all days, but when it comes to Hey, we need reports or, hey, we need ex- There are just some days I'm not going to do that because I don't want to and I don't have to. And sometimes the things that everybody else thinks is urgent, it's not really urgent. But we have done so much, I think, of putting, dropping everything and working around the clock that I think if we could start to do what we love and experience the money following, we can get to a place where we don't have this great um, epidemic in the workforce. What, what are your thoughts?
1: Well, you know what? It's funny that you should say that because in this article, it says the great resignation isn't a dramatic shift in worker sentiment. It's a dramatic shift in worker opportunity.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah, that's one thing. And then also the great resignation isn't really about quitting jobs. It's about switching jobs. So it's it's basically um, it's you making your schedule a little more conducive to who you are now as opposed to who you were 10 years ago
0: yeah and and as opposed to who you were pre-pandemic you know i think that's a
1: right
0: a huge thing i you know i watch uh the financial networks and i you know follow the stock market and um have some very good news are you washing your hands like what is going on over there we are here live. I actually was. Yeah.
1: I'm trying to keep it clean. I'm trying to keep it clean. It's
0: okay, but this is ridiculous. Now we 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 got some stuff going on. If folks, here uh, water running while you walking around the studio. We gotta uh, keep it uh, right here. Uh, come on now. Uh, goodness, what was I even saying? MC Light is washing her hands here on the Millionaire's Roundtable. <laughs> I don't even know what you to were, tell y'all.
1: You were talking. Baby, let I me tell you. That. You were talking about pre-pandemic.
0: When you get in the business with people, you need to know what their habits are. Because let me tell y'all, I am trying to work over here on my one day, my one or two days, and she want to wash her hands. Let me tell this is real. This is, this is what we have to deal with in the workplace. You got people who will not cooperate. And you all have witnessed uh, my pain. Right here today.
1: I, I am cooperating, but you know what I
0: wanted to say? But wait, time is up because okay, okay. we, we got to, we, you know, we got to do all kind of things around here. But guess what? The harvest is here. We never come back. We're always forward. The harvest is here and the time is now. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Welcome forward. Now, this is the Millionaires Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time and one dime at a time. And that means you. The harvest is here. The time is now Uh, work so you can give, do what you love and the money will follow. And yes, we do have a cooperating uh, guest here today with us. Uh MC Light <laughs> on the round table. Come on now. Come on now. Um so yeah, so light, we, we uh you, you said that this is really about people finding opportunity. So so these these grocery workers uh in California, like
1: well wait a second, before we move on to that, I just wanna wrap this up in terms of no one wants to work except for eighty percent and rising share of the current age workforce. That is already working okay so nobody's happy in their jobs no not true except for the majority of americans who consistently say they're satisfied by their job and hating work is having a moment that's all it is hating work is having a moment except that the great resignation isn't so much about people hating work as it is about them switching the job switching to the job they want more so i just wanted to get that out there because really it's not. Uh, it's not that people don't want to work. They just want to do the work that they love, or do the work that's interesting, or do the work that brings them closer into feeling as though they are being purposeful, or that they are living out their purpose in service. So, um, okay. So yeah. So California, uh, while we're talking about workers, we've got a bunch of them that are disgruntled. Um, probably to the tune of 47,000 across um, California in terms of uh, supermarket workers. I mean, and see, I come from New York. Grocery stores are what you casually walk into to get a bag of chips. Those are bodegas, bodegas, grocery stores. Supermarket is when you go shopping. Which in California they call supermarkets grocery stores because that's where you get your groceries. So right. I'm not gonna be upset with them calling it that. But Ralphs, Albertsons, Bonds and Pavilions are um, are gonna have to take notice to a few thousand people that are unhappy and who are setting up to strike.
0: Wow, and and there are so let me just say this. Yeah, and I don't know what's going on with New York, but grocery stores is where you get your groceries. Uh, A bodega is not a grocery store. You can't get groceries there. You can get a few odds and ends, Uh, you know, a bag of chips, but that's not groceries. Groceries is when you can get, you can complete a whole meal. Uh, You can go get some flour, some sugar, some, you know, you can go get all the stuff that you need. You can't get that at a bodega. So you all missed the terminology lesson. Uh, on that one.
1: Oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. just like you're going to say, we missed it because I'm online. I'm online to get my groceries.
0: Yeah, that's, online is the internet. You're in line. Yeah,
1: but we, that, that was that online was before there was an internet.
0: Yeah, but y'all need to switch it up, because we don't know what you're talking about. You got to say well, something that people understand in the real world. Uh-huh.
1: So you're in line.
0: Yeah, um, if, if you are standing in line at Walmart or Target or Ralph's or uh, Macy's, you are in line, you are not online. <laughs> if, if you, listen, I, this is, okay. You all know that I like to, got to tell people all the little vocabulary. If you are on the phone with me and I say, where are you? And you say, I'm online. I think you're online.
1: But I would say I'm online at
0: Albertsons. And get and guess what? If you said I'm online at Ralph's or at Macy's, I think you're online at Macy's. Like you are literally on your computer at the Macy's website.
1: Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, anyway. So guess, no, yes.
0: we're not, uh-uh. We're not about to just skip over this, okay? Until we well, talk I about what we need to talk you, about.
1: Listen. 8 million
0: people. In well, New York but you can start. And, and you are the voice. You are the voice. You do voiceover all over the world. Every show that comes on, MC Life Voice. So I need you to use your voice to tell people the right words to say. Because what ultimately happens, you will say, imagine if you're in an emergency. And this is important, everybody communication. Imagine you're in an emergency and you say, Well, I'm online at Macy's. Nobody knows that that means you're actually at Macy's in the store in a line. So now you have to say more words. You might not have the opportunity to say more, more, more words or even know that the words you said were not conveying the actual message. So I don't care what nobody say. If you're at the grocery store, you are in line. Okay. You're not, in not the not line, online. not online. The harvest is here. The time is now. Hi, I'm financial expert Lynn Richardson. You may have seen me on Good Morning America, the Steve Harvey Show, or Get Up Mornings with Erica Campbell. Guess what? Did you know you can get your money back if you hire your kids? You can get your money back if you go out to eat. You can get your money back if you go on a vacation. Well, guess what? In my book, Get Your Money Back, Tax Deductions You Never Know About, I'm gonna teach you how you can get your money back with your home-based business, legally, ethically, and all with the permission of the IRS. Just go to org. The harvest is here, the time is now, and we really are talking about something important. If you do what you love, the money will follow. And clearly, um, I love to teach, and I don't think there's a limit to what I will not teach if I have the knowledge or the wisdom and or the ability to share the message. MC Light uh, is, Mm
1: -hmm. uh,
0: she's not standing in line right now, and she's not online.
1: I'm not but, in line or online. I'm sitting here looking at <laughs> the employees of these uh, excuse me. Let me back it up. For those who are just joining us, California grocery workers are fed up. We are all familiar with Ralph Albison's Barns and civilians, and they say they want a five dollar raise. Mm. Saying that five dollars wages are not enough. Wages should increase during this wartime pandemic era. And they are saying that groceries have in fact been put upon, uh, have now had inflation. Groceries are costing more and and people are paying out the wazoo to go through that cashier's line with all of that food. And they want to reap the benefit Of five
0: extra dollars an hour yeah I mean five extra dollars an hour uh, times 40 hours in a week is an extra 200 bucks and while to some that may not
1: seven thousand workers
0: yeah and while to some people two hundred dollars may not seem like a lot of money two hundred dollars is two hundred dollars and that yeah two hundred dollars if they have to drive to work if you have to you know whatever it is, even if it puts you in a position where you can start to build an emergency fund. So that doesn't seem like a big ask uh, to ask for 800 extra dollars per month. But we know that money doesn't lie. One plus one equals two. If your stuff adds up to 10, it'll never get into two. And I mean, at some point, I forget who this uh, CEO was, but there's a CEO who took a salary, I forgot, he took a very small salary so that he could actually pay all of his workers at least $70,000 a year. Uh, we, need to, we need to talk about who that is. Um, but you know, if you decrease some of these CEO bonuses, and I am not trying to unbless myself because I am a CEO and right. I want my money.
1: <laughs> right, right.
0: However, What I am not willing to do is be in a situation where I am the leader of a company and I am in exorbitant overflow and the people who are doing the work every day, who are making that possible, are in lack. Now, I can't control what you do with your pay, but I wanna be in a position where I can feel good and honorable about what your pay is. And so can you. And so I think it's this is a two-way street and we all have to work together to get to the win. The harvest is here and the time is now. KBLA Talk 1580, we've got a lot to talk about. Welcome forward now, this is the Millionaires Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580 and this is Lynn Richardson and we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, $1 at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you. The harvest is here. The time is now. Do what you love with excellence and the money will follow. And if what you love, uh, is, it's not just about doing what you love, but it is also giving people around you the opportunity to love what you do and to love supporting you in what you do and to love what they do at the same time. Uh, like one of the things that, I, that, that I've always said Um, to to the team about you is uh, if you are on Team MC Light, remember that this mission is about her. Even if I hired you, it ain't about me. You don't owe your loyalty to me. You owe your loyalty to God in support of the mission. And as long as the mission is in alignment with how you can serve, then then that's what we do. And, you know, in the entertainment business in, in particular, some people come into this business wanting to be in the limelight, wanting to be in the spotlight. And so they'll come and work for an entertainer, but really the whole time, they're trying to build their Rolodex and they're trying to figure out a way to leverage that to get to the next place that they wanna be. And I'm all for that. I'm all for having goals, but you, you, cannot, you, cannot, you cannot serve two masters. And at some point, you've gotta be clear and focused on the thing that you're doing in order to get to the place that you're trying to go. Now, this may conflict with my whole idea or, or the you know, premise of multiple streams of income. So like the whole time I've been working with you, yes, I've had multiple streams of income, but none of them conflicted. There was no conflict of interest. I'm not working on MC Light's dime and then uh, using her dime to buy my time somewhere else. I'm not doing that. And if I am working on multiple things, I'm not allowing one thing to feel uh, impacted by the other. And I remember you saying to me at one point, like early when we were working together, maybe a couple of years, cause I'm married with three children, whole house full of people. She said, Lynn, it's always so quiet. Like, I don't even know that you've got a family. Uh, she, you knew I had a family, but you never felt as if you were infringing or there was an interruption or so on and so forth. And and what I would say to that is I found a way to make the system work. So in the same way that you did not feel, uh, you know, slighted or, okay, she can't do this now because she's got to go take her child to cheerleading practice. If I did have to take them to cheerleading practice, you didn't know about it. That wasn't your business, and I didn't want you to carry that weight. And in the same way, what I had to do for my kids, I did not let work uh, infiltrate or impact their feeling. And, And same for my husband. So now, that doesn't mean that people didn't know what was going on, but it was a discussion that we had prior, and everybody was able to work in harmony. So if I didn't come to your game because you knew I was on the road, we were okay with that going in. Um, because, and, and and I think that's what we have to do with life in, in our businesses and our work opportunities. So I say do what you love with excellence, the money will follow. And if you do it enough, you will find multiple streams of income on the path that's laid out for you.
1: And I am in complete agreement that that makes all the sense in the world. And yes, you know, we do have quite a uh, numerous... Um, folks that we have to work with day in and day out that are spread across the country. And and and,
0: so- and I want to talk about that. The harvest is here. The time is now building up a good team. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Welcome forward. Now, this is the Millionaires Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time and one dime at a time. And that means you. The harvest is here. the time is now. It takes teamwork to make the dream work light. Yes, we have a team of folks spread out across the country and um what what is that like for you because that's something that we implemented uh upon me you know overseeing your empire, your business goals, and the growth that you said you wanted to have.
1: It feels awesome to know that we have someone in almost every corner of the nation and even abroad um. But what I was gonna say is that what you basically said is not about you, it's about the mission at hand. And for me, it's the same thing. Yes, I'm the brand, I'm the person that's in front, and everybody's working behind to make things go smoothly, but the truth is we're working for a bigger cause because as soon as MC Light becomes popular, then brands get interested, and then we can funnel that money and energy into our young people furthering their education with Hip Hop Sisters Foundation. So that's hiphopsistersfoundation.org if you want to check it out and know what we're doing. We're giving away- um, Scholarships. A Million dollars. Scholarships, yes. Um, we're over a million dollars at this point in scholarships given to young people furthering their education. And our uh, partnership has been with H and HBCU. Deerwood uh, University, and yeah, it's, it's all about the mission, not about the person.
0: Well, well, well. Let me tell you, this has uh, this is good. I love it. I love it. And so, what you just said is an example of what I said in the beginning, and that is where the Bible says the word of the day, Ephesians four twenty eight. Work so you can give. Uh, And what I'm going to add to that work so you can give, not so you can live. If you work so you can give, then you will live. You will live in abundance, in peace, in harmony and in joy. If your mission is to serve, if your mission is to love, if your mission is to help, if your mission is to spread the truth, then you cannot be separated from the things that God has for you. So I want you to go to the KBLA app. Make sure you go there. Go to the KBLA app. Download the KBLA app. We want to hear from you. We want to talk to you. We want to be connected with you. We want you to uh, to gain, to glean and to grow. And uh, the harvest is here and the time is now. It takes teamwork to make the dream work. So, you know, we're lifting up all these workers around the country and around the world who need uh, more. At the end of the day, you need more money. They need more opportunity. They need more resources. They love uh, the opportunity to love what they wanna do, but they still need the money uh, to be able to get from one point to the next. So um, I'm in love with this whole idea of working so you can give uh, and also so you can live. The harvest is here, the time is now.